Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Welcome, 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 and blessing to everyone. I'm Brother Michael Jones. Uh, your servant today, and we are here again. And I can't understand why the thing is said that we are ended, but we are just been started, and we're recording. Thank God, thank God, thank God, and we are here today. And if it's not recording, guess what? It's all up to the Lord, and we will go ahead on and continue to do this because we're going to bring forth this message today, and this call is not ended. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, for all your goodness, your mercy, your grace, and your greatness. Ah, hallelujah. Wow. We are here just to say, giving praises to the Almighty God, thanking him for his goodness, thanking him for the blessings of another day. And today, we will continue to talk about the sin issue, continue to talk about why people would rather go to hell than to go into the kingdom of the true and living God, go into paradise with the Lord Jesus Christ, Dying anyway because we have to leave this earth because we were made from earth. Still, even the, the scripture said, "From earth we would come, earth we came, and to earth we will return." So therefore, from dust to dust, and to dust we shall return. We came naked into this world, and we leave out naked. So therefore, it's our soul that has been prepared. It's our soul that is concerned with. It's our soul that will live forever and ever because our soul was given to us by God the Almighty when he put breath into man and gave him a living soul. Man became a living soul then, and then man had an opportunity and had a choice to choose whom he will serve. And did he choose right? Yes, he chose for a while, but then he got sidestepped. He got uh, hoodwinked. He got deceived by the evil one. They came from heaven. And the evil one make war against the people of God. So, therefore, it was a thumb, how you say, it was trying to put a finger to God. He was swearing at God because he didn't want God to, like, to win. But God is winning anyway. God is always a winner because everything hit him. It's good, and everything in him is powerful and mighty and almighty. So, therefore, when we start to believe it and to, and to embrace it, this sin thing, then God is jealous, he's upset. And then when we step back and no longer follow the Lord Jesus Christ, no longer follow the word of God, no longer be in obedience to the word, which disobedience to sin, unrighteousness is sin, and to doubt the word 
word, uh, having not having faith, is also sin. So therefore, we know now that sin is unlawful, unrighteousness. Sin is also, uh, when you doubt the words, oh, well, God didn't say that, but it's in the Scripture. And, oh, God don't mean that, but it's in the Scripture. Oh, well, well, brother, you have this uh, backwards. You have this uh, wrong because this is not what it means, but the Scripture says what it says. And your interpretation means nothing to God because he said that no scripture of uh, prophecy of interpretation is a matter of one's own interpretation. So what you think and what you say is completely different. Well, back in those days, and, and we're talking about the Greek this and the Greek that and the Hebrew this and the Hebrew that, but the Lord has spoken in a plain tongue. He speaks plainly, and he said, a child will lead them. So then, before Jesus ascended to heaven, he opened up the minds of the disciples. If you're a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, he has opened up your mind to understand the Scripture. Understand the Scripture. So therefore, it's nothing up for grab. It's nothing up for uh, misinterpretation, misdirection. So we have to get into our book, get into our study. Sure, sometimes we might need a dictionary to uh, to look up a word, what does mean and then, oh, okay, I understand that, because God would do scripture against scripture, and scripture to help relate to and to correct scripture, not correct scripture, but to give you that enforcement of other scriptures. So, therefore, when we are in the Lord, and we say that we are in the Lord, and you've been doing a mighty work, even the scriptures say that if you turn back, and this is where we're going to come today, how so many people, so many of them, turned back from the Holy Commandments, turned back from the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, and then and then fall back and we're lost. When we fall back and lost, then there's no longer, no longer a sacrifice for our sins. Yes. And that's uh, in Hebrews 6. It says it's impossible to restore again those who have been enlightened and have tasted the heavenly and and shared in the Holy Spirit. And on their own, they have turned back. They are no longer, no longer sacrificed for sin. Yes, see? And also, in Hebrews 10 and 26, it said, if you willingly Persistent sin, after you have tasted the, ah, if you have received and tasted the gift of God, the Holy Spirit, and the righteousness of God, it is impossible to restore again to repentance. And sometimes we say, well, no matter what I do, no matter how long I do it is, God, See, we have to understand and know what Scripture says. We have to learn to understand what God is mean, because God is a jealous God, and he's a patient God. Yes, he is. He is so patient, because ah, you know he's been patient with me. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus, because if it wasn't for the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, Lord knows where would I have been today. But thank God for forgiveness. And thank God for 
thing about it, once you do things so much and you've been like, oh, wow, I know that God is good and, and, uh, and I've uh, done this and done that and I've backslid and done some bad things in my life. And then you think about those scriptures that says that if you do something willingly and after you have tasted the Holy Spirit, after you have shared in the Holy Ghost, if you have done the mighty things of God and you persist and keep doing those things, then you can't repent. And some people will say, well, that's wrong. Well, look what the Scripture says. God says. You can't repent. But who knows how many times that he can forgive you? Who knows how many times you've asked for forgiveness and had that uh, remorse in your heart? See, we know that uh, Jacob and then his brother, now that went off and done some bad things, and ah, but he said, Jacob, I love, he saw I ate. Because Esau sold his birthright, but Jacob continued on. Yeah, Jacob messed up, but God forgave him. God forgave David, but we keep holding on. David has a past, as a hard past for sin. We can't keep doing that. We cannot hold David or nobody else as a hard past for our sins and mess up. Because, see, thing about a hall pass is that it might be good for going to the bathroom, stuff like that, to release yourself of, the, of all contaminations and all the over, overages and messed up and stuff. But God says even in his, in his word, it's 2 Corinthians 7 and 1. Ah, it says, ah, cleanse yourself from all the power of body and spirit. That's how a hall pass, use it, and use it rightly. But see, see man, we take a hall pass and just go out and play around, mess around, and then we go do different things and come back to class, oh, yeah, oh, hallelujah, this and that, the other. But God's not pleased, and he's not pleased with that. So let us come to obey and, and, and receive the instructions of the Lord through the mighty work that he called us to do, and then be helpers of each other, helpers of one another. Because, see, think about it. When we talk about, well, God is married to the backslider, and he was talking about a nation of people. But, see, in the New Testament, when Jesus Christ came, he came as an individualist. He came to, to tell us one by one. That's why he. That's why God is a God of details. He knows everything hair on your head, that's detail. He know about the flowers of the valley and the lilies. He know about the wheat that goes into the bread. That's individuality. It's not about a nation. And we have to stop get our mindset off of the nation stuff, like in the Old Testament. See, uh, just like uh, when there was sin found in the tent. Okay, and uh, Moses said, well, there's something wrong here. And God sent Moses a word so that, ah, one of his, one of his uh, troops, one of his people, 
said that sin in the camp. So therefore, Moses had uh, a meat. Then the man, his family, children, all was destroyed. All was destroyed. So therefore, let us come today. Today, it's about me. What my mother did, my father did, has no bearing or reflection on me. And I can thank God for that. They had to go to sort of similar grace for their own self. All of this talk about uh, the inheritance and bloodline and all this stuff, that's all the way y'all. Come on. We keep holding on to those things that doesn't matter anymore. God wants us one by one, individual members of the body, and everybody and every member has a special call and a special gift and a special uh, function. And let us be that function. Let us be that function. Let us be that uh, part of the body of those many, many, many members and do our part to, to protect the body, do our part to strengthen the body, do our part to say that I am the body of Christ, that I am uh, the body of the Holy Spirit. I'm the vessel of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit dwells in me. I'm part of the body. So therefore, let us come to understand these things and to know and don't backslide. See, don't give up. So why take a chance of finding out how long and how many times God's going to forgive you before he writes you off as a reprobate, write you off as you think that you're doing God a favor, you think that you're doing good, and come to find out you're lost. Because even in, uh, in Hebrews 10, it said that, Hebrews 10, uh, 37, he said, the one who is coming will come and will not carry. Jesus is coming back, y'all. He's coming back, and we don't know the day or hour. And even Jesus doesn't know, but he's coming back. He said he's coming back, so God has made that statement. He's coming back for a church without spot or blemish. He's got, I mean, a body. He's coming back with members of a body, a church. We are the church of God. Let us act like the church of God. If we are out of place, then we won't be able to go back with him. We won't be able to be saved and go into paradise with the Lord Jesus Christ when he comes back to take up his church out of, the, uh, out of this land. But we don't know when. But that's why when we close our eyes for the last time, then, then we'll know. Then we'll be there with him when we are doing what we're supposed to do. Because he said, and in verse um, 38, it says that those who think back and are lost, but the righteous one, my righteous one will live by faith. See, we don't want to shrink back and are lost. Well, God married to the backslider? Well, not today. Sorry about that. We don't want to shrink back in a lot. We're the one that 
keep have a faith and are so saved. My righteous one will live by faith. And even the word says that my soul takes no pleasure in those who shrink back. And this is why so many are leaving the church today because of sin. Shrink back. Sin is growing stronger and stronger and more and more. And the love of many are growing cold. And because we listen to the doctrines of demons and the secret doctrines, the secret that no lies, which is also sin, so, and we're losing our faith because now we're doubting the word of God, we're doubting it, and we're disbelieving it, which is doubt also. And then we're disobeying the word of God, which is also sin. When you disobey the commandments, it says, you have left the commandment, left the commandment. And uh, in the book of uh, Peter, you know, it's like uh, in Second Peter, Second Peter two twenty one. It said it would better, it would have been better for them not to even know the way of righteousness, the way of of righteousness. But then, after knowing this, you turn from the holy commandment that was passed on to them. It's better not to even know the commandments because, see, once you know it, once you've been in light, once you've been uh, filled with that Holy Ghost and Holy Ghost training and, and, and all of the good things of God, and then fall back, then start to do bad things. So they can have a good funeral for you. They can talk about you good and tell these good things about you. But God knows your heart, and he knows your actions. See, even in one of the scriptures says that uh, we say that we know God, but we deny him by our actions. we got to understand this, that God is, God is powerful. He knows all, he sees all, and he is above all. And in him there is no darkness at all. So therefore, why are we holding on to the line? Why are we holding on to the sins of others? So when we hold on to the sins of others, that makes this our sin. Our sin. It's the same as we're going out there shooting somebody, uh, uh, robbing somebody, or hurting somebody. It's the same thing, sin. And God has no respect to person. We to hold on to the sin, we to hold on to those lies and embrace those lies, then we're going to be dealt with by those lies. And it's not going to be, well, Your Honor, uh, it was only a lie. No. You can go to hell just as long. You can go to hell just as long if you don't repent. Well, you have an opportunity to repent because you can kill somebody. And that God is sorrow. Maybe you came to your right mind and uh, all depends on the circumstances around what you did because you were sorrowful for uh, taking some person's life. And God can forgive you. He can forgive you. And then hatred is the same as murder to God. So when we start to hate people and backbiting and backstabbing and, and uh, going against people, and gossiping on them, that's hatred. 
And when God takes you, you're in bad and big-time trouble. So let's come to know God. And to know God is to love him. Do you really know the Lord? Do you really know him? Do you really have that relationship with him? You say you want a relationship, not religion, but you got to have both of them in order to have salvation. So even if you have to say, I want to have a relationship, in order to have a relationship with Lord Jesus Christ, a relationship with God Almighty, is to obey his word with love in your heart. And when you obey his word with love in your heart, that means you're going to run across the fact that you have to have religion. Not the Pharisee mentality. we got to have godly religion, godly sorrow, godly love, godly principles, and godliness. When we have godliness, then we'll do those things of God. Righteousness. See, my righteous one. See, the eyes of the Lord upon the righteous, and his ears are open for their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those that do wrong. So therefore, therefore, we can set up and we can talk again. We can set up. We can preach until the heavens open up. Everybody laying out in, in, in the pews, things, all emotional, even some of the serious. But God knows where, we, where our mind is in our heart. We can do this thing by because we've been practicing those things. And as soon as we get through preaching, as soon as we get through uh, talking the word of God, we go out and do something crazy. Because it was in our hearts all along. Or either we, uh, the evil one will come to us then while we're preaching and we say something off key, off color. We'll say something that is not uh, geared towards what the word is saying. And nobody paid any attention. Nobody even caught it. But the spirit caught it. The evil spirit in it that roams in the atmosphere caught it. And then feeding it back to the people. Well, the pastor said that we don't have to do this. We don't have to do that. You caught it. See, you caught it. You thought you didn't catch it then. You didn't pay no attention to it then. But when it came up, it came back to you. And this is what's happening too many times. And this is why we're hearing so much about, well, you know, we all fall short of the glory of God. When you were in sin, before you came to Christ, and even after you came to Christ, and you were still walking in darkness, yes, you were short of the glory of God. But when you came purified in your heart, your mind, your soul will be purified by your obedience to the truth. But since your love of the brethren, 1 Peter 1, 21, 22, and 23, ah, it's awesome, awesome. So therefore, let us come to love. Let us come to know God. Let us come to embrace God, embrace godly principles. Follow after the Lord Jesus Christ, believing everything he say and what he say and to do, be a doer of what he tells us to do. Obey his commandments. 
obey his instructions. And when we obey his instructions, then good things will come to us. Good things will happen for us because we are, we are the body of Christ and we are true believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. The longer we are true believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, you better believe that everything's going to be all right for real, for real, for real. Yes, we will be that way. So, therefore, when we're up there talking about, oh, well, you know, we have to sin, you lie, and the devil is a liar because you listen to the devil. Nowhere in the scripture says that you have to sin every day. He said, come to your right mind and sin no longer. Because he always said, those who willfully persist in sin, willfully, see, sin is something that you do. And if you study the scripture, you'll know if you sin, you know what sin is. And knowing what sin is, knowing how to avoid it, but it's where you are in your heart that counts. Are you being sincere about what you say you're going to do? If you tell somebody that you want to do something or you're going to do something and something come up and to prevent you from doing with that other person, you thought about it and you phone call, you call them or you even if you didn't call them, but you try to send them a message or something, it was in your mind to get in touch with them, let you know that, that let them know that you couldn't do what you said you were going to do, you didn't sin. But if you say, oh, well, never mind, uh, da, 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 and, uh, uh, never, I don't even think about it, I don't care, but you just told somebody that you were going to do something. You told them that. Oh, well, what, whatever. You know, you have a nasty attitude. You are deep in sin for real. See? This is what God is looking at. How you expect to walk down Gold Street with dirty feet? No. And your heart is heavy, your heart is dirty, and your mind is clogged up with a lot of junk. Don't expect to be in paradise with the Lord Jesus Christ. Release yourself. If you got to get a hall pass, get a hall pass to go to the bathroom to unload the garbage, unload the mess. Cleanse yourself from all defilement of body and spirit and make holiness perfect in the fear of God. Because without holiness, no one can see the Lord. And to be holy is to be sin-free. So how are you going to set up and talk about uh, we all got to sin every day and we sin every day? And then like this one brother talking about, well, you act like you ain't never sinned? Well, hey, like I told this brother before, when I was a baby, when I was younger, I used to pee a bed, but I don't do it now. So, therefore, when you was uh, younger, not that long ago, you used to do drugs. Are you still doing drugs? No, 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 drugs. Well, how are you going to set up and make that river at that at comparison of talking about we never sin and talking about we don't sin every day. See, you're just making God a lie. You're trying to make God look weak. But God ain't hardly going to look weak with you or nobody else. 
and he ain't changing his position about and changing his statute uh, standard for you or anybody else, not even for me or anybody. God changed, made a change in the law when Jesus Christ came to earth. But as a new high priest, therefore, there's a change in the law. Things that was happening before, no more. So, therefore, we don't have to sacrifice our animal for our sins. Repentance, repentance. And God desires us to repent, not wishing that none should perish, but all should come to the knowledge of the truth. But when we come to the knowledge of the truth, stay there. Stay there and increase. Believe even the more. Get closer to the Lord. Draw near even unto him day by day by day. But don't sacrifice your life by departing from the truth. Because even the scriptures say you can do nothing against the truth, but only follow the truth. Because if we keep talking about, well, I know Jesus, I know God, and you are miles and miles and miles away from the truth, after you have been enlightened, you know the Bible backwards and scripture upside down, but yet still you're still doing those crazy wild things, and you, you know the scripture. That is coming to the knowledge of the truth, but you have stepped back. You have denied Christ. And God said there's no longer a sacrifice for your sins. And it's come in the bad place where we can't even repent. That is a shame. That is a shame. That is a shame when you cannot repent. So, therefore, my brothers and sisters, when we can't repent and God ain't hearing us, he turned his back on us, well, he said he'll never leave us, not forsake us, when we are in him and with him. But when we forsake him, we have denied him. And he said if we deny him, he will deny us. And that's just what we did. And then we curse him and we lie on him and then call him a lie. And then you expect for him to, him to say, oh, I'll never leave you, not forsake you. That don't even make any sense at all. But God is so just and he's so good and he's so merciful that he can do anything he wants to do. But, but don't lose sight on the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. So he came to save us and he came to enlighten us and to strengthen us and to develop us and to get us stronger and stronger. So today, Above all days, come, let us embrace the Lord Jesus Christ. Come, ah, let us do those things that are good in the sight of God. And let us come to not offend him or to make him jealous or to make him angry. Do not anger the Holy Spirit. Then, let's stop lying. 
to God aligned on him. Well, can't nobody be perfect. Well, can't nobody be perfect. Then why would God tell you to be perfect? Now you really, now you really upset him. And he told you in cases after cases, scripture after scripture, if you do these things, you're perfect. But one of the best things that he told us to do, in Hebrews 10, 14, it says, by the single offering, when Jesus Christ went to the cross, he suffered. He gave pain and agony. He suffered the humiliation. He suffered the, the embarrassment. He suffered the pain in his body. And all of those things that he went through to perfect you when you came into him. He has perfected for all times those who are sanctified. You suffered greatest. Come out from amongst them and be ye therefore separated. So when you talk about I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit, claim your perfection, claim your peace, your healing, claim your deliverance, you have been reconciled back to God. And don't be like Achan, fill your tent with garbage. Fill your tent with the things that God tells you not to bring into the camp so that your whole family will be destroyed. The third generation, even. Don't be like Achan. Be ye therefore separated. Obey the word of God. Purify yourself. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Because God is so good and he's so wonderful and he blesses you daily and more than daily. He wants you to be in him. He wants you to be in his presence. He wants you to be his glory. We are the glory of the true and living God. So why would you say we fall short of the glory when we are the reflection of God on this earth. Well, when God sees you, he sees his son, Jesus. When God sees you, he sees you, period. And we cannot only, and you're right, but we have to come through Jesus in order to get to God, but stop making it like, well, you know, God knows us individually. And he sees Jesus, and Jesus sees us, but we are one spirit. We become one spirit with Christ. And he sees us as his own self. He sees us as his reflection, as in a mirror, in a mirror. Oh, hallelujah. We got to start to get this thing together. We got to start doing it right. We got to start obeying the truth and nothing but the truth. We got to let the truth make us free. The truth will make you free. So let us come to embrace the truth. Let us come to embrace the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Follow after him. Believe him even the more. Don't backslide. Don't give up. Don't quit for nothing. Endure to the end. 
but he who endures to the end will be saved. So come, my brothers and my sisters. Let us have this peace of God with us. Let us seek peace and pursue it. Let us do those things that are pleasing and pleasant unto the Lord. And let us do it with enthusiasm, not slowful, not regretful. And then, demiss ourselves from all anger. And let us come to be born of God. And those who love are born of God. See, and that's why I say, and that's what the scriptures say, that when you know God, you love God. And those who love God are born of God. And when you're born of God, even the scripture says, you cannot sin. You don't sin because that love, that unconditional love that is in you will hold you and keep you now to them. Ah, now to him who is able to keep you from falling or to keep you from sinning. So when people say, we got to sin every day, what about Jesus? What about Jesus? We've been saying this thing every Sunday, every time we get ready to leave to go to home from church. Now it's to him who is able to keep you from falling. The fall is to sin. Jesus can keep you from sinning. Think about these things. That is why we have to take this thing serious and take it to heart. Study more. Practice these things. Put that love in your heart one to another. Walk in the direction of the Lord. Climb that mountain. And we also speak to those problems, that situation. Speak to the mountain. Ah, let us go on the narrow and the straight. God bless you. God keep you. In Jesus' holy, wonderful name. And we must keep studying these things and keep speaking these. Keep speaking up. We cannot by no means give up and let this go unchallenged and unchecked. We have to stop sweeping sin under the rug and under the bed and hide it and put it in the closet and bring it out and pet it. It is not a pet alligator. It will destroy you. It is not a lion. Talking about an old lion, got no teeth. Don't play with the devil. Don't give him no room. You believe that that the devil rolls around, roam around like a lion, and he can't do nothing to you. And you keep playing around with him. And you come up down there in them flames. There is no exit. You are there for eternity. You are there until the Lord comes in the day of judgment. You be caught up, brought up, and then thrown into the lake of fire. Period. Period. The only time you're going to have a release from the hell is when we go before the throne of grace. Jesus Christ, and he's going to return you 
back into something even worse, and that is the lake of fire. So please don't take a chance. Don't take a chance of offending God and messing up and doing those things that are messing over your own soul salvation. Thank you. Be blessed in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.